One's a former NFL star turned esports coach. I was getting the stink eye from my wife. She's like, what you doing? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> and one's a dad who can't stop playing Rocket League. These kids these days, they're like, blah, 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 blah. we're used to jump and run. Together, they welcome you to Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. Uh, welcome to Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. I'm your host, Amon Green. And I'm going solo today, so you know I'm doing couch co-op by myself, uh, but my good friend and co-host John Adias, he is off on the road with the Lady Badgers basketball squad that actually that won their first uh, first round matchup, I believe, in the Big Ten tourney. So he, I believe, he's in Minneapolis right now. So good luck to the Wisconsin Ladies Badgers basketball team. And John, how you doing? Hope you're, everything's safe up there. Um, and we're here live in my good friends Sean and Tony. My man Aaron just walked out of the room. So yeah, I'm in a new little setup here, and uh, and you know, as you know, I moved to Nebraska, so checking in with everybody. And so I'm back home because we had to get some stuff in line in terms of the house, selling the house, and getting all that stuff ready. So I'm in Green Bay. So when I come to Green Bay, and this was, I say, it's working out in a good way. So I can, I'm gonna come here to stream. You see this little setup they got here? It's pretty dope. Um, another guy that's gonna be here, a guy that I know, Lawler, Lautner who is a Rocket League uh, caster, will be coming. Well, I think he does his show out here, out of here as well. So I'm going to be here when I'm in Green Bay. I think this is a fantastic setup. And I remember years ago, if y'all remember any, like, I say diehard Gamer Lounge fans, I had a show that was called Gaming and Culture. And I did it locally here in uh, the Edge Gamers Lounge here right off of Packerland. And I had a co-host by the name of Nixie, and they, yeah, see her, her, her boyfriend Jake, actually now fiance, about to be husband. Uh, they were the background audio engineers, sound engineers, and uh, Sean and Tony allowed me to come in and do the show. They allowed us then, and, and now I'm back here, you know, and probably four or five years later, and still down the line doing the same show a uh, different name but same kind of type of format so it's it's fun to be here to see this and uh, to be a part of uh, basically the full circle coming around so checking in with everybody hey from the last week's show um i've been i've been on the road obviously i went on a cruise me and my wife had a nice little getaway um, now i'm back i've um, been working remotely from lincoln but uh, still doing the podcast, still doing other stuff that I like the game. Haven't been streaming. I will get to game streaming once I get back to campus uh, next week. And then, then I'll have some uh, some Halo, some uh, Madden, maybe a little Valorant, some of the shooters. And uh, I know probably get some Smash or some Mario Kart. I don't know. I'm just feeling playing some fun games. So, like I said, rolling solo. How's the chat doing? What's up, Mad Max? doing good man good morning to you as well um so i gotta get on to the quick hit news bikes here got some fun stories here uh i say a game that is very uh very popular and a game that i've been asked to play for a long time it has this going on with this so torque Tarkov, Tarkov develops issue update on cheating, <laughs> cheating bastards and other related scum on the earth, but players aren't buying it. That sounds like a, like a quote from Star Wars. If uh, if I if I want to bring it up, and the article goes on to read, and the article is by way of PCGamer.com. You can go check it out there, and it it pretty much talks about the cheating within the game, and 
I'll read the first paragraph here. So Battlestate Games Escape from Tarkov remains still in early access for a long time since 2017. So one present persistent strain of the latter has always been cheaters for every game out there from Call of Duty, as they mentioned in here, Warzone, but incredibly frustrating to come when you have cheater you know, an experience where an accumulated of loot and gear are a fundamental part of uh, Escape from Tarkov. So that that's a game where I'm still learning about, and it's all about you know it's a survival game. That's one thing I know. And all the gamers that I know, the players that I coach, um, they always talk about, Coach, you got to play this, but it's not it's, it's not the normal type of game. So you're going to have some adjustments in learning how to play. So if it, the cheaters are basically logging in and getting, getting all the loot that they need and haven't put the time and the grind in, then I can understand the frustration here for anybody that's played that game. Everybody tells me that it's either you're going to love it or hate it type of comments about it. So I'm kind of like, oh, okay. Um, and, and for a game... I, I say if it's a game that's recommended me, I'll try it out and I'll usually stick with a game like that, you know, especially as a shooter. Um, I love shooter games. I play a lot. I play all this, just about all the shooter games, but I'm not great at them, but I like playing them. Um, but I like playing it with people I know, like Warzone. I'm not going to just play solo because I'll run off. I don't like people that run off and leave me lonesome. So we got Matt Messers linking to this, uh, liking this setup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is the setup at uh, Green Bay Edge Gamers Lounge. Here right off of Packerland. So appreciate that. They they're gonna definitely appreciate that. Cashed out gaming says good seeing you. Dude, welcome back. Thank you. So yeah, if you play, I know Mad Max, I know uh Sergeant Maul if he shows up, you guys are escape from um Tarkov players. So understanding this, so Battle States goes on to say in the next paragraph here. It goes public about a band wave, so it's never too long before the complaints start popping up. They reached a fever pitch recently um, after the recent wipe, with a widespread feeling that the problem was never uh, that there that the problem was worse than ever. So now, Battlestate CEO Nikita uh, Bayanov has addressed the community in a manner that could be described as blunt. Man, that's why I mentioned earlier about the Star Wars quote. Because Barnoff, Nikita, just said, you know what, I'm going to keep it real. And she, he did. He kept it real. I can't, Nikita, I can't tell if that's uh, a guy or a girl name. Kind of goes both ways there. But uh, it says in this, it posted him in a post uh, titled, Hackers, Cheaters, and Other Scum of the Related Earth. Uh, uh, other Related Scum of the Earth. Bionov, uh continues on in that vein tough as we see not everyone impressed uh, every time along um, every time for a long time unfortunately one way or another a problem with cheaters pops up which is a very true statement by an off rights and people immediately start blaming us for not caring they begin to bury the game and so you have Bonanoff just going on stating the fact of them being transparent with the gamer of of uh, Tarkov if you play it you know don't be mad at them they're doing their best to keep the cheaters out so Barnoff also says that the studio is sensitive to such criticism which is quite amusing the context of Tarkov um, of uh, being one of the most bleak and brutal games out there and says that rather than writing an essay he'll make a full, uh, some following points so his following points right here if you could read on and he actually made this into an actual letter out to the fans or the gamers the, the players that play the game so we have always been concerned about the problem and the work to catch the cheaters is always going on this usually comes in waves right now we've banned several thousand cheaters a day and usually most of them are blocked 
after playing a little bit. So this sounds very familiar to what is going on with uh, Call of Duty Warzone. Um, you could say maybe Halo, but a lot of games out there have the hackers, have the cheaters that gets the the weapons that that you get from playing four or five hours on in and they get it instantly once they lock in. Or like in Call of Duty, what I've seen, the aim bots where you actually have the the person that if you if you are the person cheating you see where the other uh, players are on the map you know exactly where they are you know where to shoot you can shoot through the wall and get a headshot so when you don't have those uh, type of I say hacks in your game you know that's what they're referring to and battle battle eye which is the anti cheat that continues to improve as well as the cheats as I mentioned here in this uh, from uh, Nikita's uh, points of, of reference of what they're doing to stop this so for the fans won't give them all the criticism so it says it's an eternal race to see who can get past each other each other's defenses the fastest in the last week alone the battle net uh, battle eye excuse me um, battle eye battle net battle eye is like really really close so battle eye has been updated four times so that is to the fans of escape of Torkov. the game has been firewalled cleaned up four times in the last i would say week or so or a couple weeks or a month so i say with that as a fan you got to give them you know a little time you know to get their games clean get the game cleaned up and it's not going to be perfect we all know that it's a it's technology you got to look at it i look at this i look at technology as like the weather like the weather is going to change every day when you turn on your pc you turn on your console your xbox your playstation your switch something doesn't work audio goes out lagging a little bit you just gotta roll with it you gotta have the patience and so with escape from tarkov it's a popular game everybody loves playing it i just watched um yesterday i watched dr lupo not only play escape from tarkov that's his one of his main games but he also played the game i'm gonna talk about later is destiny 2 the uh, lightfall update played that as well so you gotta understand you gotta have patience with these companies you know what they're dealing with and i think Nikita had done a great job of explaining with these points to let people know, look, we're just not just sitting back um, in the chair and, and, you know, creating a game and then not fixing it and not keeping the game fun, um, not keeping the game fair. So he's basically wrote these points to put it out to you. So this is kind of the, the generic here, but you can go on an article and, and this is the official statement that you could go on to Reddit, um, go to the um, Escape from Tarkov Reddit page and it has the same points that... Um, Nikita uh, Bayanov, if I'm saying that name correctly, I think I'm butchering it. I know I am. Um, but here is his point of, to the fans to say, hey, we love, we're basically saying that, look, we're, we know the problem. We're addressing it. We're trying to fix it. Give us some time. Be patient. And it's going to work out right. We're going to get it right. So um, I think that is transparency from a gaming company because you don't see a lot of companies doing this. You don't see uh activision doing this you don't see ea doing this and they may do it and i made i might have missed it if they haven't done it in recent past when games have not been working or there's cheaters among the gamers that are playing online games stuff like that so to have this from a gamer um from the coo of this company that developed this game i think this is a you know definitely tip they had and that's a game that i always wanted to play it and i'm gonna finally get into it i just downloaded it probably a couple weeks ago but so obviously with my transitioning going on i haven't jumped into it yet but i i will with one of my uh, faculty members on, on campus he is a uh, uh, escape for uh, escape from Tarkov player so i'm gonna jump in with him or sana that's who i'm talking about here what's up average historian Thanks. Yeah, nice setup. Yeah, this is uh, Green Bay's Edge Gamers Lounge right off of Packerland, not far from the stadium. 
Um, and my good friends here is Tony and Sean and Aaron. There's part of the esports. He's the director of esports. Sean and Tony own the building. They do production. And so now, as we know, production entails to esports. They kind of go hand in hand. So I was able to reach out to them over the weekend. I've been back since Friday and asked if I could come and do my podcast here. And this is actually where it started, where if you go on YouTube and you search gaming and culture WFRV if they still have that up if they still run it they might be and I'll, I'll look for it later at the end of the sh- between now and the end of the show to see if they still might have that up you could we could look at some probably like five years ago of me and Nixie doing uh this uh, I know Mad Max you were here then I think you were here then you might remember Nixie what's up Fortnite dad how you doing yeah, this is a fantastic studio, Fortnite, that everybody coming in. So in the article, like I'm reading, you could go on, go on to read how um, Nikita, from the CEO of uh, Escape from Tarkov, just go on and express his, uh, his, uh, his, his feelings and understanding and getting the gamer to understand, like, look, you know, it's going to be problems with gaming. You know, it's, with these games, they're, they're, gonna, they're at the, the bevy. I say they're at the, the bevy of, uh, of hackers out there. And like you mentioned, they're they're trying to. It's a race when a new game comes out. There are people out there that's like trying to destroy this new game, you know. And that's that's what happens. And so at least he is making a point to say to the crowd, to the fans, "Hey, look, we're trying. We got. We know the problem, and we're addressing it, and we're gonna keep fixing it. Just like I mentioned, have patience, and we'll get it fixed. And you gotta work with us. Don't don't not like us like us we're working on that so um again i'm gonna talk about so head over to the next quit and hit news bike game um uh, that is out i actually one of the games on my game releases i'm gonna hit up is uh destiny 2 lightfall update so the update leaves some first bad impressions on some of the diehard destiny fans i'm a diehard destiny fan i'll say i was i'll be honest i was when it first came out I was all over Destiny. It was right after I say I done, was done playing ball, probably 2009. So around, I think it was like 2012 when it dropped. And, I, and me and my friend Jesse were on it all the time. I mean, you could sit on three, four hours of Destiny and may not get a crack done, but it was still fun. You know, you're building out your your character. Uh, you're getting different skins. You're getting different skins for your guns, for your for your character, and you know, more powerful weapons and all that. So in the start of the article, it says uh, here, ahead of the week's Lightfall release, Destiny 2 was on a roll. Season of the Serape delivered on every front, including a terrific final mission, concluding in concluding in a cutscene showing the series' infamous, infamous white orb called the Traveler finally getting us off its ass. So the pre-release marketing campaign for Lightfall of Lightfall was hitting on all cylinders, getting fans hyped for an epic showdown of the previous unexplored planet Neptune. Then the new expansion launched on tuesday so just yesterday opening a dramatic space battle on earth above earth breaking down the all-time concurrent player record on stream in the process but it was been downfall since then so again you gotta i say gamers out there you gotta be patient you you know the game just got updated the company's excited they're making you excited and you go play it and you get caught up in the hype and then now you feel like oh my god it's not even fun that fun or that 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 special but you got to realize you know what all the hype involved there is that part of well you know what let me see how it happens how the game plays out for myself you know i know the company hyped it up and that there was commercials or there was updates and 
this, that, and the other. And I do this uh, like when I watch movies. I have friends, I have a group of friends. We're all comic book buddies, and when we go watch a movie, um, thank you. And got it. And so when we watch a movie, if we're with each other or not with each other, we text each other and be like, "Hey, man, I loved it," or "Man, hey, man, I hate it." You know, it's like at the end of the day, regardless of what the game, the movie comes out. Go see it for yourself or play it for yourself. You know, this is one article that's over at Kotaku. Um, I picked it up. And so you can read the article, read through it. But at the end of the day, play the game yourself. Find out what you liked about it. Find out what you didn't like about it. See what's good and bad about it. I mean, it sounds it sound, from the times I used to play it, they've done a really good job of storytelling and very, very, a very good job of also giving you a ton of gameplay because you could play for three, four hours and still have another three, four hours to play in Destiny. So this is a game, like, that's why I picked it up. Um, but obviously with my life and the changing, you know, coaching and stuff, you know, what have you, I could not sit on this game unless it's a Saturday or Sunday where I really have nothing to do, you know, nothing to watch. Yeah, I'll go sit and play four hours with some Destiny too. but still a fun game. So, yeah, and again, so just have that philosophy so you don't get frustrated a whole lot because you really like disappointed in a lot of stuff if you're just trying to find a game that's going to just be the perfect game to play and and it hits all your your points of you know loving a video game or loving a movie or loving a comic book or loving anything just know it's going to be a few you know negatives but don't let those negative uh i say turn your opinion off about a game because destiny 2 overall the franchise has done very well um, for itself in terms of long lasting it's been around for almost 10 years now and so yeah go over to kako finish the article and, you know, and it mentions about all the updates new storyline you know old characters warlock orses is, is is involved you know cloud strider and ronin uh, rohan excuse me all 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 characters here and then this is the part i love right here was dressing out my character going with different colors you know i was i like my favorite color blue so i could always scheme my my my, my skins my outfit my my costume to a, a blue to navy to dark to midnight to carolina blue or what have you so um that was the fun part i like with uh, destiny so check it out they have a big update this week and it's still going on and like i said i watched dr lupo on his stream yesterday and I think he played it for three, four hours. And, and the way he plays, he, I think he got finished with it. But he said he had more to go. So turn over to him. I know he'll probably be on today. Um, probably on right now. Um, check him out, Doug Lupo. But you can go to Kotaku to finish the article. And there's other, another page, too, where it just breaks down more of the, the campaign that the new update has brought into Lightfall for this year, uh, this uh, DLC for Destiny 2. So a couple, couple, a couple. This was, uh, I think, was uh, clicked off at here. Um, his army of the dark pyramids, corner Earth and the travelers. If you click that, it takes you to another article that it brings in more of the deep. I'm sorry, the legendary difficulty is back or is is available as well. So you might want to check on that too. Uh, JFK, yep. Thanks for the setup, man. So where I'm at, so I'm a plug. So it is uh, Title Town. So this is uh, Edge Gamers Lounge. And they have they've been running um, Title Town Rocket League stream here, um, live on Wednesdays at 7:30. Uh, Title Towns and then and then also it's Title Towns uh, Edge is it Edge Gamers Lounge, correct? <clears throat> yep. On Facebook, so I think. Yep. It'll be live on there for the Rocket League stream this evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So check that out, and we'll go ahead over to that fun conversation of this or that. This. Or that. All right, let me get set up. Uh, 
And if you have been not been following me, miss that. Now we got that. Rolling solo here. All right, first one on the list here. And I saw the uh, quit hitting news bites at the bottom, just so you know. <laughs> All right, first, this is that up on the date. Bad haircut or bad dye job. Well, I haven't done the dye yet. I know um, music's a little loud. JFK? Yeah, I figured it was. We're, we're working on it. Yeah, we can turn down a little bit over there, Sean. Appreciate you. But bad haircut or bad hair day? I said, well, I get I get my hair braided now, so it's not really looking for a smooth haircut. My thing is, it's all, it gets long, so just more just lining up my edges, so I'm not really going for a fantastic, I'm looking for some cool lines up like I used to do as a kid when I got the Batman symbol cut in the back of my head when I was like 12 because of the movie. But, um, I'm going to have to go probably bad dye job because I'm thinking about dyeing my hair one time for the stream. And like I mentioned, favorite color is blue. So hopefully it could go off right. But I've heard horror stories where people, they go for a certain color and it turns out another color. So I'd rather do, I, I said bad. Actually, I would rather do bad haircut because it'll just grow out. Bad dye probably takes longer. So I'm going to switch that. I'm going to do bad haircut. JFK says bad dye or bad bad this says bad day. Which bad day is that? Haircut or dye day? JFK. Alright. See if we get any more from the chat here. Yeah, I can I say the dye, as I heard it takes longer time for the dye. Okay, bad dye day. That's what I thought. Wasn't sure. Um, so I'm also I'll probably do bad haircut because it takes it. I'll let it grow on out. The dye will sit there for a while. You probably sitting with a color that you don't like. BR facial says uh, bad haircut too. Yeah, I'm all, I'm 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 with you there. Haircut because I could just let it grow out, and then bad hair, bad dye you can't, and it'll be there for at least a week if not longer. Um, and people will be like, what? What? Why? Why is your hair pink? I thought it was supposed to be blue, you know, or yellow. You don't want that. You don't want. JFK says I don't want to cut my hair. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I remember Jamie. Your hair is pretty long, so yeah, don't want to cut it. Definitely don't want to have a bare haircut day. So die, yeah. You don't want to lose what you what you earn there. We got uh, Nick nine one 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 says I'd rather have a bad haircut because I just I can't just keep cutting, <laughs> but I go bow I go bald to get rid of the dye probably. <laughs> yeah, you would have to go cut all your hair off, literally. You have to literally cut all your hair off to get the dye out of there. All right, next one on the list here. Uh, fun one here. We had the, uh, what we had last week, we had dressing babies as adults or animals in the characters, something like that. Here's another one right here. There we go. It says, talk, so talking pets or talking babies. I know we've seen so many movies. Look who's, was it Look Who's Talking? Where Bruce Willis did the voiceover and his whole group of friends right after him, the dog talk. Was that? Talk your pets for Sean in the background there. Um, I, would, I would go talking pets. Like babies, I've been around kids. I had my kids, my own kids, and I kind of could read a kid. I know, even though they, they do the baby talk, baby talk, I know what they're saying. You know, I get it because they're either hungry. But with a little baby, it's either they're, 
they're hungry or you got to change their diaper. It's that simple. If you pay attention as a parent, I was a babysitter, you know, when I was in my teenage years, so I understood that. But talking to pets to understand my dogs, that would be awesome. Because my I have two now I have two big English massives that are babied, spoiled by their mom and love them to death. But sometimes they they just give me they give her they, like she they'll give her a look and she would be like she just narrates what they're saying through the look and the most of the time it's not good <laughs> i just laugh i was like you, you just assume they're always mad at you or something cussing you out so i would love to know what my dogs say so talking pets for me br facial says talking pets jfk says talking babies what do you say please i need to know what my son is crying about right hey how old if he's if he's three or younger it's usually food or you gotta change his diaper about three maybe he wants something because they're understanding that needs and wants of things and toys and all that stuff but usually three and down the zero feed him feed him put him down for a nap or change his diaper there you go we out here it says oh this new here the sw3d3 says kids are older now so pets okay but maybe and then jfk says or nick says maybe he saw a ghost maybe he did see a ghost jfk says six months nah it's oh six months yes yeah. so it's just nap nap time feed change the diaper so when the baby starts crying do one of those check check the diaper first you'll know if you fed you know oh it's been it's dinner time or it's lunch time you'll know that time all right all right next one on the list we at the threes and e's <laughs> uh the threes and e's you gotta let me know what you're doing there the sw3d3 all right next one up on this or that test the waters or dive right in oh this is easy for me i dive right in anything i do especially the literal swimming pool metaphor where this comes from is you don't put your I don't put my big toe in. I just jump. I just take, I take a three steps back and I take off running, jump in the pool. So anything in life I've done, you know, one reason why I, I went to the NFL, I said, you know what? I'd rather bet on myself, go to the draft, you know, get, you know, see what happens. And um, I was told one thing, but something else happened. But in the long haul of things, it, it turned out very well for myself. But for anything else I do, you know, like getting into streaming, and you know, doing a podcast, I went in head first. I just came in like, you know what? I don't know a whole lot, but I know I want to. I want to talk about something. I have some ideas here. I'm gonna grow them. Whatever. Playing a video game. If I had never played it, you know what? I'll figure it out. You know, that's a gamer mentality. I'll figure it out. So I'm, like I said, I'm off for uh, jumping in the deep end quick. It doesn't scare me. You got some diving, JFK diving on in. Like it, I, I figure you were that type of person. Nick here says dive in when i start a new hobby i go all in and you have to don't go half-ass if you do something go 100 percent. you know at least mess up and one thing um for my playing days a coach told me when i was young um in the league he said if you mess up mess up going full speed he said because we we can't coach effort but if you're messing up and you know you're going 100 miles per hour we could we could then fix that at least you got the effort. But if you have no effort, we're not going to – that's even tough to try to teach and coach a player effort. But if you're showing effort already, then that's the – half the problem is gone. So now he's got to guide you. All right, man, slow down. This is the route. This is the direction you should be going. Just 
Timber it down a little bit. We love the effort, though. So that's one thing the coach told me, and it stuck with me my whole career. Um, we have the three uh, underscore SW says dive in. It's Swede. Oh, Swede. Here we go. Swede. Thank you for that uh, that correction there. No problem. All right. Next one on the list on here. And this was a fun one. Everybody's going to like this one. This one might make you hungry. All right. French fries or onion rings. When you're rolling through the drive through Sean, what you got? That's a hard one. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a fries. I say I like to mix it. I do. I'll, I mix it up with the onion rings, too. It depends on where I'm. Right. Yeah, you do. You do. You get way more French fries. Depends on where you go. If you go to Five Guys, oh my goodness, they give you a a duffel bag of French fries there at Five Guys. McDonald's, you. I'm the bottom of the bag fries guy at McDonald's. You put the fries in the bag and they fall. Some fall out. I try to get those from everybody. My wife tried to jack me too. She's like, "What you doing?" I'm like, "What? I'm just eating the fries at the bottom of the bag. Leave me alone. I want them." Um, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go onion rings here. I'm an onion rings guy. I like to throw that on my. We got French fries. We got fart night deck, Onion rings. JF cake. French fries. The sweet says. Was that the iron brown that coached you like that in high school? Oh uh, no, that was in the league. It was in the league. And then when I heard that from that, that coaching, uh, coaching advice. Nick says, depends on the onion rings. Good onion rings over fries. Yes. I say the. I'm trying to say who had the best onion rings that I've had. I can't even. I know French fries. Five guys. Fries are awesome. McDonald's fries are good. Here in Wisconsin and, and Midwest, Culver's fries are pretty good. They got the, the wrinkle, the crinkle fries. We got down south with JFK. Checker fries. They're good. Okay. I've heard of checkers. And of course. Being in the upper Midwest, so Illinois, Wisconsin, Michigan, Minnesota, cheese curds, you can put that on the on the Culver's order, switch your combo, you get the the Culver's Deluxe, you don't want fries, you don't want onion rings, get the cheese curds, so good, good, good shout out there, the average historian, love that, Fortnite Dad, uh, Fortnite Dad says Fridays, oh Fridays, yeah, Fridays has some good, I mean, I haven't been to Fridays in a while, I need to get over there. That says, I had only, JFK said, I only had Outback onion rings. Now, those are those are good. And it's a more of a, they come in an appetizer, like a, um, the Funyun. It's like the Bloomin' Onion. That's what it's called, Bloomin' Onion. And the cheese curds, uh, Mr. O, $1 says, cheese curds, the real Wisconsin answer. <laughs> of course. Of course. All right, next one and the last one of the day. This is a education one since obviously I'm starting classes up here in the spring. We got visual learner or verbal learner. Uh, which one are you? I know what I am. I'm visual all day. I got photographic memory sometimes. <laughs> uh well, I want to say visual. I say what, what I, I learned this once I got to college because obviously with playing football, watching film, and then when I had a coach try to coach me up on something new that I had to learn on the field, talking me through it, got me halfway there, and then seeing it on video another quarter way there, and then once I saw 
got on the field and did it, boom, then I it was all like, boom, I got it now. So seeing the video and then like talking through it, didn't it helps me out. It does give me a little insight, but then actually doing it physically, visually and physically doing it, then boom, it's like stuck in my memory that I'll never forget it. JFK says, visual, show me what gap to run through. <laughs> right, I'm like, there you go. Show me the gap, show me the hole. Show me how to pick up the linebacker. Fit, like, let's do it. Like, we're gonna talk about it in the in the meeting room, and then when we get on the practice field, and show me how we gonna fit up. You know, where I put my right hand, where I put my left hand. You know, where I'm gonna steer them off into getting them out of the way of the quarterback. Um, same with playing video games. I uh, when I was out with UEL, shout out to uh, 300, who is now who uh, he's part of the uh, board. Uh, more of a he took over his more of a CEO role. And I remember I went there. I'll be actually heading out to, back out to uh, VA with the playoffs for season seven is coming up for the UEL. If you haven't not been watching the UEL, check it out. Season seven or season six playoffs is this weekend, first round, second weekend, and championship weekend is is two weeks from this past weekend. I remember going out there my first time, and I had 300 sit me down, and I hadn't played Dead by Daylight and Friday the 13th in a while. And he showed me in like five minutes all the buttons I needed to to win, and what I needed to do to win in fright in Friday the Thirteenth and Dead by Daylight. And it was just and it was five minutes of me looking at the controller, listening to what he said. So verbally he was talking, but then visually he was showing me the buttons on the controller. Oh, little, little tech. Yeah, somebody, we got ghost up in here, Sean. Uh. So he showed me the buttons on the controller and on the keyboard, and boom, I had the game and actually win it. I won a couple of rounds of Friday the 13th uh, out there at the first my first trip to Fredericksburg, Virginia. We got season seven, seven coming up. You can sign up. So now if you go over to UEL, you go to their, they're on Instagram, they're on Twitter, Facebook. You can scan in to be a part of season seven if you live in, if you live in the Fredericksburg, uh, VA area. They have fun games. They have the will. You got 33 games that you got to try to compete. You got to hopefully know all 33. You have several players that know them, that can compete in them. And we gamers, you should know. You know, from shooters, sports. So it's shooters, sports, um, fighting games, uh, RTS or like League of Legends stuff, games like that. And uh, I think that's it. I think I might have missed a category. Fortnite dog, you can correct me if I missed the category there for all the uh, the games of the wheel that get played there over on UEL. So, all right, we are done with that. So, like I said, verb, I'm visual all day, visual all day. All right, we're headed over to game releasing now. Let's get that going. It's time for the game releases. Game, game releases. releases. All right game releases as i mentioned we got destiny 2 update of lightfall dlc right here this is like i said the game 2012 i believe when it dropped and now they're probably into their fifth or sixth updates there you go sports strategy fighters shooters and racers that was the one i forgot fortnite that racing games but this is not a racing game. This is a uh, RPG uh, shooter. 
Destiny 2, and it's been around, like I said, for a long time. But the new Lightfall update is a huge expansion to the gameplay and another three, four hours of gameplay per day in this. And the weapons are more dynamic. You got more um, skins coming at you, and there's more powerful, I say, between yourself, characters, and the monsters or the warlocks. You got to battle out, so respawn. EA Respawn has done it again for me. I like the what I'm seeing already. I watched this preview last night. I'm watching it again right now. It looks great. It's fun. And the team play is fun. The comms are easy. Um, Callouts. It's just getting all the different weapons that you can get um, to be in this game makes it all fun. Because you have double, triple barrel shotgun, and a rapid fire sniper rifle. Um, so it's just always been fun glad it's back like the update download it now we got season of defiance Ooh. one game one game there one game i'm trying to let me get ready for this next game here Destiny is on all platforms. There we go. Alright, next game coming up on the list here. Let me get all set up here. This is Wu Long Final Dynasty. Alright. This game comes out on Friday. It's a new dark fantasy. Three Kingdoms action RPG from Team Ninja, the developers of Neo, a popular game in itself. Um, so this actually Keo Tecmo games here, like you said, action RPG, very difficult. Kind of reminds me of Ghost of Tsushima, which is a game that fantastic game I still love playing. So see a game like this. You got the big battles. You got the big weapons that you got to learn. You got to max out. And you gotta learn the rhythm of the big boss at the end, you know, to beat these the the end boss, you know, in the map in the map boss battles. Learn that little pattern of when they're throwing their like weapons at you, so you can get away. Cause you got a lot of big uh, weapons yourself. You gotta learn how to control. So that's a single player online PvP, online co-op, um, and it's on Steam. It's on uh, consoles as well, Xbox, PlayStation. Checking on all those. Those are some of the skins you get on the launch in the digital uh, edition there as well. So big game there out this Friday, even though it says March 26th. That's an old date there. Don't like listen to that. <laughs> um, and my, I've been doing this the last couple weeks. I don't know if y'all really like it. It's the honorable mentions of gamers of games coming out. Let me get ready for this one real quick. I left one more thing I wasn't ready for. Second. There we go. Got it. Uh, uh, uh. What? That is not it. 
There we go. There it is. There it is. All right, here we go. This is my honorable mention. I think I'm saying it right by saying. Right, Rytos? Rytos? You know, these fun little mappable games. I would say easy. I say puzzle games. So it's relaxing puzzle game where you create music by solving mazes. So travel from the planet, travel from planet to planet and discover new music. Jam on the top of the music from the planet with a great selection of 20 plus fun, unlockable music toys. So this is a, this is a game like reminding me, like I love simple games like Tetris. It's not much to think about. You just do it, but then having the music element where you actually create some, which I'm not, that person I'm not a musical person but I'll try to come up with something funky you know I like jazz I like rap I like hip-hop I don't know if you can go and do all that with this game but that's kind of what it's referencing the developer here is called floppy club um, the game is due out I believe uh, today and this is on PC for sure I don't know if it's on consoles and everything See the messages here. So we had uh, clone choppers that played the whole campaign yesterday. Oh yeah. So talking about Destiny 2. So you see, played the whole campaign yesterday. Expansion is massive. Tons of quests that I have to do yet. I plan on doing that day one raid. There you go. And then hologram. I love the name hologram. Just found my my stream. Oh, just out your stream. Saw you play in Lincoln as a teenager. Massive Seahawks fan. Good to see you. Doing it. Well, thank you, hologram. Appreciate that. Nick, he says, I'm a big fan of the Three Kingdoms, the, the referencing Destiny time period. This game is loosely set in, oh no, that's Wulong, I believe, but I'm bad at soul games, so I'm torn. Oh, gotcha. And then we had uh, hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> hydrogen peroxide. I said, hey, am I? Your studio looks great. Hey, thank you. It's not my studio. I am, you know, Lynn getting it lent to me from my good friends Tony and Sean and Aaron here at uh, Edge Gaming Lounge here off of Packer Land in Green Bay, Wisconsin. So shout out to them. And this week, we they got uh, to actually tonight. So Title Town Rocket League stream is tonight live on tonight at 7:30 p.m. Central Standard Time. And you could go to Title Town's Facebook page and for April 1st for the finals of the Rocket League and the Rocket League uh, tournament or season. There you go. And I say, since I'm obviously been uh, transitioning between here and Nebraska, so when I do come, I'm going to still come to Green Bay. I've been here for 22 years. I've played football here, and my career got started here pretty much. Um, I'm always be back. So every now and then, we'll have an episode when, I'm, when I come in town. We already set it up, talked about it. When I come in town, this is where I'll be streaming from. This is place is awesome. It looks great. And now we can head over to what's on stream. Hope everyone's row, been row, watching. Row uh, sorry. Last of Excuse us. me. Discord it's time for what's on stream. All right. We got, we got uh, like I said, Last of Us episode three and four coming on here. Let me get to here, get to the back. So the Last of Us episode three, when you're long, long, long time and episode four please hold my hand and so episode three starts off with uh joel and ellie 
you know, like like it said right on the screen, 10 miles outside of uh, outside of Boston. They're trying to find their way to Wyoming and uh, get Ellie. Joe is trying to get Ellie over to, I think, uh, not sure if it's the, I forgot, I forgot, remind me, Firefly, is it the Fireflies? Because the Fireflies are bad people. Or right, they're a group I know they don't like. So he's trying to get her across the land safely. He's coming up in this house right here is this where he stashed some weapons before. And he's, as he's going to visit Frank and his uh, husband. That And that was the article I brought up a few weeks ago where people were having, you know, I'll say ignorant people not understanding, you know, that uh, the writers, the showrunners of Last of Us wanted to put in something of, of a different point of view from the game because in the game we're following Joel and Ellie in both games we're following Joel or Ellie the entire time in both uh, Last of Us 1 and 2 but they just want to add it in a different storyline I'll get to that when that pops on the screen here but until that time right now we got Joel and Ellie you know transversing their way walking their way to getting to somewhere safe and as they're seeing different things going on in the world plane crashes um, that zombie or was it the clicker and the way I like the showrunners the way they wrote up the zombies where obviously it's not transferred obviously it is transferred through a bike but also having the, the little like tentacles that come out and how they can basically tell a talk through the tentacles the zombies can't so that's a way how they track you and how they find you so fast and as you see if you if you've seen all the episodes i believe it's all the episode eight is out now episode seven is out now where i think it was episode four or five where you saw a big battle happen between the fireflies oh got a commercial from uh from stream yard here but uh when you saw the fireflies searching out another group and they came across a big group of zombies that came out of the ground as we've seen in the game sometimes but in this part of episode two this is where before when the virus first hit earth and became a global pandemic they had took some people they cleared out areas lying to them saying hey we're just evacuating to clear out this area but they were actually evacuating to basically kill everybody because they didn't know how the virus how the virus was spreading and so this is a frank who basically was able to seclude a part of a town where now he, he actually knows joe and he knows joe very well so he was able to secure a safe home and a town and basically like booby trapped in and that's where he catches his soon-to-be husband frank here in a hole through one of the traps he's lucky it wasn't one of them bombs so it tells the story from that point of view and that's what i was mentioning referring to about the article late uh, earlier that i talked about later uh, a couple months ago that you know people were having problems with because obviously why you know they're trying to figure out why is the story being told and the whole, whole the whole homophobic side of it where people don't understand it's like no you gotta it's 20 it's 2023 you gotta you gotta learn that it's a lot of other people in this world trying to live and have to be represented in um it's in in, in stories and entertainment and that's what the showrunners from last of us have done so i appreciate it i thought it was a fantastic way to put something in a story that from a gamer's point of view we know the story i played both last of us and to have this in here just it's interesting to see this their point of view because they really didn't have to deal with a whole lot until they got old and sick or they had the one time is that it shows in this episode where they had a group of humans trying to attack their home and frank um had 
booby trapped the whole house so they were safe he did get shot but he was out there shooting because he was making sure nobody would come through the fence for him and his husband um trying to think of his name i know frank is one i can't remember the other one but it just shows their their existence during the apocalypse in the first 20 years and that they really didn't have to deal with a whole lot so i like seeing this point of view it gives you a different mind uh, a different look at the of what joel and ellie and everybody else dealing with each other you know so there's when uh that's joel and uh at that time his girlfriend uh dang Tess, Tess, thank you, Sean. Tess, before she passed away, um, where they actually met up and why Joe knew where to go, taking Ellie across country to know where he could stop and uh, replenish, actually get rest, get food. He has a friend in Frank, and they both are guys that know how to survive, obviously. And so that's where you, know, you see the scene where they actually because they he mentioned that joe mentioned that to ellie hey i'm going to a friend's house we could you know we could rest up there and then continue to get to wyoming to my brother and then get you off to um where you are needed because of what you are you know having the virus and you didn't turn so as i mentioned here's the fight scene here of the people of the humans not the zombies the humans and i think that's that's always been a, a, a oxymoron in any zombie movie the last people you have to worry about is i say the worst people you have to worry about is not even the zombies most of the time it's actually the other humans on the on in the area that you that you're staying in so um so this wraps up episode four here and at the end like i said it shows you their whole life together during the during the 20 years to then um i can't think of his name i'm gonna get his name but he gets old and sick and i'm, I'm not sure if it's parkinson's or als but he has something some disease that where his body starts to break down he can't hold himself up he can't walk that's why he's in a wheelchair but it just shows them transversing their lives and not really been bothered by the zombie outbreak not really been bothered other than that one incident incident with the humans trying to attack and come to their home so just dealing with the normal life almost when you didn't see that playing the video game you didn't see that playing last of us one or last of us two when you're always trying to maneuver around a horde of uh, clickers or the zombies around certain areas that you're trying to you know transverse through so for on that note i'll it's like right at the end i think one of them passes away here and uh that's the end of episode two or episode three excuse me um so it is we're when you're long long time so yeah that's a like i said 20 years in the episode there and 45 minutes it's just interesting how you can do that all right and then i think it's, and then joe shows up and actually when he shows up they already have have passed um because frank once his husband passed away he, I think he took his own life because he obviously did not want to live without him. So that's where we're coming up on this end um, of the video here for uh, episode three, uh, When You're Long, Long Time. Uh, for Last of Us, episode four coming up. I will switch it over there. And episode four and then episode three, and I say through the whole time with uh, Ellie, getting adjusted to Joel, you know, as you know, he is not in a good mood most of the time with her. <laughs> he's mostly, when she's trying to connect with him, he's like being an old crotchety old man, and which he is, um, but he's been through a lot as we know. If you play both games, you know, Joel has been through hell and high water, so he his, his humor has kind of been beaten out of him. Um, but Ellie, she doesn't quit. You know, she is still trying to connect with him, get him to laugh, get him to smirk a little bit and you see him through you see them through the scenes through the fights through the shootouts through the 
the maneuvering around the, the clickers, the zombies, that she still finds a way to try to lighten the situation, lighten the mood. And um, and he's trying to teach her how to survive. And he's like, he's trying to be serious because he knows what the reality is where they're at in America, you know, with the zombie outbreak. And she's like trying to be a teenager, trying to be a kid, trying to just live with things. And uh, but have a good point of view, have an optimistic point of view about things. So she's uh, working on them and she does crack them. And then you see her, you see them here. They try to, they, they actually get ambushed here by, I'm not sure if it's the fireflies, but a group of uh, uh, other bad humans or humans trying to survive. And, uh, and that, I say, that's just the pure irony of all of this, where, like you said, you have, like I said, you got these zombies that are pretty much ruling the world, but then you have the humans now that are creating their own militias, creating their own governments, and trying to control, bring another form of control to the planet during this time. And when you really don't, I say for myself, you wouldn't, you shouldn't have that, you know. But this, it may be like this. If we ever, I say in reality, just say if we ever get to this point, this uh, this is stuff that we'll be ready for, you know. If you pay attention to practice, practice, practice what I'm trying to say, practical things. Watching shows like this, if this does ever happen during our time on this planet, we kind of know what to do. We, we, we kind of know where people will go and try to do control and all this stuff. So at least you'll be ready for that. But for um, watching it and seeing how the series goes, it's it's other than episode three, everything has been, you know, canon from the storyline. It's been fantastic. The show writing from the the writers of this show um can't wait to see the season finale there um see ellie just i said giving joel a hard time there but uh i say so far this series is a must watch i say especially if you played the game if you play the game give this series a time um, of your week They're, the episodes are 45 minutes to an hour long they're totally well worth it um and if you could if you remember like for me i beat the last game probably like a year and a half ago now so a while ago so I would have to play it now to get reminded of some of the new stuff that's uh, Last of Us Part 2. The first one, Last of Us Part 3, that was like five years ago. So I had to really, I think I still have it on, I have it on disc. I had to put it in to really get reminded of all the little details, character names, what happened with this scene, what happened in that scene, stuff like that. So um, so if you have both games, you have played both games, I would say give this give this game a, a run. You know, because as we know, we've seen a lot of movies I mean, we talked about this on the podcast before. Um, a lot of video games that are popular, popular video games are now being transformed into movies and or TV series. And if you played them and you had fun playing them, give it a run, you know, watching it on the small screen or the big screen. Um, we have what Mario, Super Mario Brothers is coming up here next. Actually, this month now it's March. Wow. February was a blink in an eye. It was a blink town. Went by so fast. But in March here, we have the Super Mario, Super Mario Brothers movie coming up here in a few, few weeks coming out. And so that's a game I think I believe everybody in my age demographic is definitely going to go watch and enjoy and love having a good time um, because of all the characters that we grew up that got me to where I'm at with gaming. I started with Mario, Luigi, uh, Princess Peach, Toad, and uh, Bowser and his family. And now, yeah, you got all these different characters that are now being brought to life on the big screen. So I'm excited about that. So just like that, 
with Last of Us, these characters have been brought to life on the big screen and small screen. So small screen being on Netflix and TV, you can watch it. I mean, on um, HBO Max, excuse me, and you can watch it and play it back over and over again to get reminded of how good the series or maybe that wasn't in the game, this was in the game, or that was in the series, not in the game, stuff like that. You could kind of piece that together um, and have a good time watching it. So, hey, hey, I appreciate y'all coming in to the stream today. We're at the end of the show. So we have John back next week. Hopefully the Wisconsin Lady Badgers continue to win. Um, in the, I think they they started, if I'm correctly, if I'm correct, they did start the Big Ten tourney this week because I know we have some uh, – uh, stuff on campus in Lincoln next week with the ladies and men's basketball in the Big Ten tourney too. I think the men's, ladies is this week and men starts next week so I think that's what it is. And I just saw this one comment from uh, Mr. On Dollar here says just found found you because I was invited to a dinner that you're speaking at tomorrow. Yeah! And excited to see you speak. Loving the content. Thank you Mr. One Dollar. So yeah, what he's referring to is I am tonight driving down to La Crosse, Wisconsin to be the speaker at the Boys Club of America banquet where they're doing some I think they're handing out, handing out awards to like the, you know, the Boy Scouts you know, like say Eagle Scouts, you know, the captain or whoever runs the program down there I'm just coming in to speak as a uh, guest note uh, a guest note speaker there uh, to the to the uh, group of Boy Scouts. So I got asked to do that a couple months ago. I said, yeah, I'll do that. That's awesome. I, I never was a Boy Scout myself, but I, I say that's how I was raised. <laughs> I was raised to help people and clean up my room, do my job and have good grades, learn how to tie knots and all that fun stuff that Scouts learn how to do. I was like, oh, I'll do some of that stuff. I just never got really into the Boy Scout, Boy Scout thing, but I thought I, I definitely respected them because I understood what had to go on. And I met some Eagle Scouts. I believe my brother-in-law is an Eagle Scout, which is pretty, pretty dope. I think that's, obviously, that's, that's like, you know, in Valorant, that's, what's that, Radiant? That's like top level right there. They call it, in, uh, what's that, Halo is Onyx? That's, that's way up there on the, uh, on the ranking. So there you go. So uh, next week, we'll be back. Same bat channel, same bat chime. I will be in Nebraska next week, so I won't have this. I'll have a different studio, because we do have a podcast studio near my office literally right down the hallway i think one floor up or right down the hallway and i'm gonna be in that one you know it won't be as awesome as this one but it's gonna be awesome okay um so i'll be back next week same bad channel same back time i believe john will be back as well and we're gonna have a very fun and i might have to put a uh maybe a pg-13 rating on this on the, on the special guest next week i'll just say that <laughs> It's going to be an interesting one with this special guest. She uh, has a way with words. I'll just say that. Uh, but you got to tune in to find out who that person is because it's going to be. If you miss out on next week, you gonna you you, can, you know it's a podcast. You can we can watch it anytime. But you want to see it live. Trust me, you want to see it live with our special guest next week. All I'm saying is that she has she needs to have a PG rating 13. I'm not going to say who it is until next week. You guys got to come in and check it out. Fortnite, man. The average historian, for sure. So, everyone, have a great rest of your week. Like I said, UEL playoffs, season six playoffs starting this weekend. Um, we got uh, starting on Friday and Saturday, and then continuing next two weeks of weekends. So, I know the 17th and the 18th, that's when I'm going to try to be in 
VA myself um, to be there for the championship weekend as well. So I'm trying to get out there for that and watch it. And until then, go to UEL um, on Instagram and on Facebook. Follow. You can sign in if you live in the area and jump and try to get on a roster, get drafted. Check it out. I also excluded a lot of my uh, my team and excluded. We have uh, uh, Q or below average Q. He is a fellow streamer. He still he, I owe him a butt kicking in Madden. He kicked my butt last time. It was, I was off my game. He 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 laid it. He 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 laid it on me. So I owe him one. If not, we'll play some Valorant together too. That's my guy. Q's very good. And Joey Hernandez, shout out to him. Uh, um, the CEO of uh, Excluded, you know, go and follow us on Team Excluded channel where we got some of the streamers, some of the content creators and some of the pros there. We have a Halo team that runs their Valorant team, I believe, too. And for you Madden players here and there, being I'm being one of them. So check out Team Excluded. Follow, like on uh, Instagram and Twitch and YouTube. All them places, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok. Go find us. All right. So everyone have a great rest of your day. And thank you again. Edge Gamers Lounge, Sean over in the background, appreciate you. Um, this is a fantastic studio. I remember, like I said, this is where it all started, and now coming full circle is awesome. So everyone, have a great rest of your your hump day Wednesday, and I'll see you guys next week.